Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, and welcome everybody to another episode of Pod Strickland. I'm your host, Shwini Boone. This is episode 282. I am joined, as always, on this lovely Thursday evening by my co-host, Prez. That is at underscore Presidente on Twitter. Prez, how are you? The Knicks lost, by the way. Uh, if you didn't catch that, if you don't have access to the internet somehow, for like <laughs> technology in 2023. Um, the Knicks lost 111-106 to the Magic. We're going to talk about that game. But Prez, first, how are you doing? Um, thank you for your valid concerns. Uh, I did watch the game for once live, and look look what I hath wrought upon us for doing so. No, nah, that I, doesn't count. You watched the De- Denver game like half of it. They still won. I don't know. There, there's a lot of margin. That's because I turned that joint off. That's why they but, won. I mean, they, they they lost the last two, and you didn't watch live. I'm I'm poking holes in your in your fake theory to justify not being a good fan. Ah. It's, uh, it could go either way. It could go either way. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. I did watch on, like, you know, I, I'm boycotting League Pass, and I don't have cable, so I always I have to watch through alternative methods. Like a potato string. Exactly. And it's like, they're fine. They're easy to access. The quality is good, but it's they're so far. They're even more far behind than they used to be. It'll be like, like, I, 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 was, I was watching, and they... They were still talking to Dennis Smith at halftime, and then people on the TL were talking about some buckets, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> yeah, you can't be on Twitter when you're doing the illegal streaming. I found like I like so like, I'm a big like Manchester United fan, but like I have to watch like 75 percent of their matches on illegal streams, right? Because or alternative streams, sorry, um, because like I just yeah, like that's yeah. what it is, and like the most radio silent I'll ever be watching any sporting event is during a match of theirs. <laughs> That's the most radio silent I'll ever be because I'm like, it's like three minutes behind and I'm like, Nope, don't want to see what people are saying. Don't want to know what's going to happen. Like, I can deal with one minute. Cause then like, I I'll still mostly stay off, but then I could pop back in and you know, there's, I mean, league pass is like a minute behind anyway on your computer. So it's like, whatever. Fuck league pass. <laughs> I hope, I mean, if, if they like actually, Get it together on PS5 next year. I will maybe consider it, but like, man, fuck that. Fuck League Pass. Fuck Adam yeah. Silver. Yeah, fuck Adam <laughs> Silver. We're going to talk about not that. Uh, we're going to talk about other things, but before we get started, two announcements. <clears throat> I'm just going to zip through these because I actually just have no patience to do them tonight. Uh, the Strickland has an Instagram. Check that out. That is at the Strict Atlanta Instagram. We're posting new content on there. Please follow us. Uh, also, follow us on YouTube if you're watching this. If you're watching this on there, hit like. And then subscribe to the channel if you already have not. We also have new merchandise. Check that out on the website. You know where the website is. Like, it, it's pretty easy. It's on there. Go check it out. This is some of it. It's very nice, very comfortable. The embroidering is very lovely. Uh, highly recommend it. Um, and the Strickland has a Patreon. There are a number of different tiers. You've probably listened to them. Me talk about them 7,000 fucking times. So I'm not going to do it tonight. Uh, they just have a lot. We have, a, we have a lot of different tiers. If you're interested, you want to talk to us all the time on Discord and shit like that, check them out. Uh, all right, we're going to talk about this game because I want to talk about a few things. And um, this game was, well, first of all, I want to point this out. Uh, what it, uh, if you're watching this on the YouTube, you can see this. Uh, underneath my Twitter handle, I put RJ Barrett is a Rorschach test. 
And I'm 100% convinced of that now because I can't figure out what to make of anything about this guy anymore. Um, like, every time I think he's about to turn the corner... He might have broke me today, bro. Yeah, every time every time <laughs> I think, like, it's about... I'm like, okay, like, I see it. It's, it's, it's about to happen. And then it's like, you get a game like this, and I can't... I want to be very clear. You can have bad shooting games. I've talked about this all the time. Like, I will... I, I said this on the post game last night after the Miami game. I thought quickly played okay. I thought he played okay. I thought he missed a bunch of shots that you want him to take. But if you're just talking about how did he play, how was he like? I never watch a game. I'll put it this way: I never watch a game, and I'm like, what the fuck was like, like where was quickly at tonight? Like where was his head at tonight? What was he trying to do? What I never watch games like that. I might I might even have games with Quentin Grimes where I watch him and I'm like. I don't really know what the fuck he was trying to do, but I don't feel, I never feel like, oh, he just didn't, he didn't, you know, he tried to cheat on a rotation. He tried to skip out on this, just lazy stuff. Like, like he might fuck up a rotation because he fucked up a bunch against Minnesota, but I don't think that's because of lack of effort. I don't think it's lack of focus. I just think he fucks up. Like this RJ Barrett game today, the first three quarters, whatever. I can almost just about deal with that. It's like bad offense sloppy uh you know he's just not getting it going doesn't have a doesn't seem to have a plan when he gets the ball offensively i can deal with that i can deal with that because i thought for the most part for the first three quarters i was like okay he's actually like competing on defense i, I see it he's at least trying to get to the spots like i'm not saying i was happy with it and obviously you expect more from him at this stage of his career but it's not it's one of those games where i'd have been like i'm not gonna just totally destroy him for that game right that fourth quarter and i and i mean this from the first possession of the fourth quarter, with however many possessions he played, that was the worst quarter of his career, as far as I'm concerned. That was abominable. Like, the play that sums up everything that was wrong with this fourth quarter, it's 86-80. We have the ball. Coming up the floor. Okay? Big possession. He gets the ball. He has Franz Wagner on him. I, and I want to tell R.J. Barrett one thing. I know Franz is a white boy. You don't like just you don't have the the. He's not Tyler Hero, bro. <laughs> yeah, you can't just ISO him, dude. Okay, I, I want you to know that. So okay, so he he decides he's going to do his ISO thing on on Franz. Okay, fine. He does a spin move, and we know R.J.'s spin move is like it, it, it's it's. I'll, I'll let me. I, I did a spin move last week when I played pickup on a fast break. And I'm pretty sure I got more separation than R.J. Barrett does. You know what gets me mad about the uh, this quick tangent? What gets me mad about that? Like his spin adventures today that were like reminiscent of like the Fisdale Knicks. Yeah, Julius. He he had recently actually begun, and I was gonna do a video about it for this weekend, but now I'm he's in my doghouse. So fuck that. I'm not doing no positive video. You can he's do a been... positive and an, you can say you can do a mixed bag video. No, fuck that shit. He got me so mad that you don't until want to put that no, fuck that. <laughs> he he's been using like a slow. You it's usually right to left, um, which is you'll see like against France, it was mostly the other way, um, and it was also like further up the court. Usually, yeah. he's been using that spin along the baseline, and he's been using it to great effect for two pointers, like and. He does it, and he'll throw some pump fakes in there, and like he doesn't predetermine things. But this, this shit, that was not the shit that we saw today. Today yeah. in the fourth, it was so 
Yeah, yeah. I'll let you get back. <laughs> so he does the spin move. I don't know who. I, I think it might have been Cole Anthony came over. I'm not sure if he, he poked it away initially. I'm not sure if Franz Wagner poked it away initially. Somebody poked it away. Okay. But as good fortune to have it, the ball is directly in front of RJ Barrett. The direction he's facing, it is directly in front of him. It's about two or three feet away from him. All he's got to do is go get the ball. And it's a loose ball. It's the fourth quarter. It is winning time. Yeah, you got to go get the ball. Go get it with some urgency. Go. What does he do? He slowly, pathetically, with zero urgency, zero care, what seemed like, honestly, like, like a, it was a preseason level of effort he gave on this play. He just slowly, like, kind of, like, chop, like, waddles over towards the ball. And Cole Anthony, who has, like, flown three feet in the opposite direction when he tried to initially steal the ball from RJ, comes back and dives on that fucking thing like he's diving on a fumble in the fucking Super Bowl. Like Every, Everything about RJ in this game was, like, bad decisions coupled with an unserious athlete. Unserious athlete. Like, Franz broke his ankles twice. Once he broke it, I'm going to tell you why. What, what happens when people get their ankles broken. They get their ankles broken because you're going one direction and you don't have enough core strength to stop. You don't have enough core strength to stop. Remember when we used to talk about RJ Barrett's deceleration on offense? Yeah, When's the last time you heard anybody mention RJ's deceleration on offense? And, 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 and the other thing he did to Unserious me- fucking athlete. We are 70 games through the season. You've played off all your fucking waiting for contract weight and... You're fucking falling all over the floor. You're falling all over your own feet. You're fa- you're getting crossed left and right by six ten dudes. Franz is great, don't get me wrong, but like he's not break your ankles twice in one fucking game. Great. Austin Reeves broke his ankles. Everybody's breaking his fucking ankles. He's breaking his own fucking ankles. Get this fucking guy. I on it. Like I, I I'm I, he broke me. Like I'm. If they move him this summer, good fucking riddance. I'm I'm just I'm just over it. I'm fucking yeah, I, over it. I'm I'm like. I'm probably not there yet, but like I also have been at the point where, like, honestly, and I know I, people were like, "You went away over the top about the Minnesota game." I don't think I did. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I just think at some point, I'll put it this way, right? Quickly's had a pretty uneven last two weeks, I'd say. Yeah. But like, guess what? He's given us like three. It was like three or four months of just like fairly metronomic, like good game, good game, good game. Really, and good his. Game. I'll really tell you another game. thing. Good game. Quickly's good, good, good game. stuff. RJ's good stuff doesn't always even come, like, it doesn't make people better. Like, sometimes, yes, it, it helps in the sense that we're putting points on the board when he scores, and that's great. But, like, I don't know. I had, like, a moment today, even before the fucking fourth quarter, where it's like... What team is changing their defensive coverages to, like, to worry about RJ Barrett? Like, None. And, and then beyond that, like, this is my thing. Like, we saw this happen a bunch of times today, and it's nothing. This is not the first time it's happened. This is just the first time I, it kind of broke me. And it's like, all right, you get the ball, and you were they just do so much. The Knicks do so much to accommodate him. They give him more time on the shot clock than they give Randall or Brunson or IQ. They're like, oh, you don't take so long to set you, anything. You up. don't. You don't have the proper setup here. Reset it. Take five steps back. Wait. Survey. Snake the screen super fucking slowly. Also, you can get some if you're lucky. Difficult shot that he happens to be slightly improved at. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, the, what other what other player who's like the only other player I've seen who gets that kind of time to set up plays is like Randall and Giannis. 
who's not and, just like a ball pounding point guard or something like that. And I, I think with Randall, it's just it's not even the same. Like because no, it's not. Randall's Randall, ending the defense. <laughs> yeah, well, not even for, for, for fuck all that. Like Randall is taking his time because he's like not a great processor and he needs time to set it up. Right. But the but but you don't need to go fucking set a screen for a Randall all the time for him to get an advantage. Like yeah. he can just create one for himself. RJ needs like he needs so long. He needs the perfect angle. And I, if we accommodate I, OG on Anobi, who's fucking worse on drives this season by field goal percentage, although he does and doesn't drive anywhere near as much. If we accommodate OG on Anobi, who's not a good scorer on offense as much as we accommodate RJ, I promise you his stats are going to blow RJ's out of the water offensively. Well, he's, he's older, and I get that, but he, like he's not. It's gonna, crazy. The, the difference is also like he's not going to require us. Like he's not going to be catered to the same way because no. we're just going to be like, yeah, bro, um, you it, can be big Quentin Grimes. That's what right, you're going to be, right? If you get it, go, just fucking go. Yeah, be huge, do your thing, and OG will happily do that because he's yeah, used to that, and he'll I, get to do it more. Like, but no, this RJ game tonight was just embarrassing, man. I mean, the fourth quarter, like, I I lost count of how many bad offensive or defensive possessions he had. Like, the, I, I lost count. There was one, okay, th- I remember this one, right? It's 83-80. He just had made a really nice play, drives baseline, and dishes it to Hartenstein underneath the hoop, okay? Really nice play by RJ, cuts the lead to three. Great, wonderful, dandy. He gets back on defense, okay? First of all, I don't think he has any idea what his cover, like, who he's supposed to be on. Franz comes around the screen, and, like, a second after Franz comes around the screen, RJ finally realizes, like, oh, shit, I got to go chase him. He, he's just playing from behind the entire way there. Franz ends up hitting like a 22-foot step back, which on the surface of it, you'd be like, that's not a great shot. That's, you, like, you live with that shot. Go watch that shot back. That is a shot that is in rhythm. RJ is nowhere near him. Like, that's a RJ good didn't shot. Bother, RJ didn't bother him at all. RJ yeah. didn't, there was plenty of times where he was just like, he babied him. It's like what then, RJ does to Tyler Hero. Yeah, It's like, then, oh, I'm, you're not here. You're a cone. Yeah, and, then, and then the play right before that, okay, right before that. It's 78-80. The play right before that. You go back and watch that. And he did this, he did this later in the game too, which I'm gonna talk about. He he is he's in the weak side help spot. Okay. So naturally, because of the coverage in the next place, and I understand this, that guy has to tag down aggressively into the paint and then recover out to the weak side shooter if the ball goes there. Okay. I I, I won't criticize him for the first part of it. He did that part. That's good. Good job. Guess what? You have to do the second part. You can't just not do the second part. And he didn't do the second part. And Caleb Houston got a fucking wide open three because he left Obi Toppin two on one and made zero attempt to recover. And that wasn't the last time he did that no, shit. He, no, he, he did it. And I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to talk about this because this is, <laughs> this was, I'm not, when I say this, this play was like, if you were out on RJ Barrett after this play, I would not blame you because that's how disgusting of a play it was to me okay um this is the play right Knicks Knicks have cut the lead to five there is or sorry not uh, hold on I gotta find the right one there's there's a couple here gotta gotta make sure I pick the right one um no okay yeah so the Knicks are down five okay with 120 left about so uh Magic playing the ball down the floor playing pretty decent defense same thing happens. They run a pick and roll. He helps off the drive. Okay, fine. 
They swing it to Cole Anthony. First of all, I don't even think he needed to help there. Like, that's just one where I think you have to no. stay home. Yes. And if you're going to, and okay, fine. You want to say you're playing this game? If if people want, like, well, you just said, like, yeah, that's, okay, fine. You want me to be consistent? Watch his, I'm doing heavy air quotes if you're not watching NG. <laughs> watch his closeout. Like, these are the Dr. Evil air quote level shit. Like, watch his closeout. That is. The ball was out of his hands, and then was, RJ put his hand up. <laughs> it is, it is unacceptable. In that situation, five point game. One, like, you know, we're talking about first quarter shit. I might just be like, that's annoying. Right? Like, that's probably like one you're like, that's fucking annoying. Five, look, just about a minute left. And he, he made the shot, the, the shot goes through at 101. Okay, so about a minute left. You get that rebound, you score. Let's say you get a quick two. All you need is one more stop and you're back in business. Like, you're, you're one possession away. That is such an egregious effort. An egregious effort, just atrocious from him, abominable. And, if you are out on like that possession, like you said, you're out on RJ Bear or whatever after this game. Um, we'll see how you feel about it tomorrow morning. Um, but like, like that's about as close as I think I could ever come to being out on him without fully getting there. Because that play, that play is like everything about a basketball player, and that entire fourth quarter was like everything about a basketball player. Like, you know, I talk about this all the time. Like, this guy's an empty stats guy. That guy's an empty stats guy. I don't like this game. I don't like that game. R.J. Barrett right now is yes. an empty stats guy. Yes. He is a high. This he is not of, even that good, but what stats he does have is empty. Yeah, there are empty stats. And he makes so many losing plays. And he's done it all year. And, like, I know that that's not, you know, we talked about this. He's been better since the All-Star break. Okay, fine. He's been better since the All-Star break. But the bar is so fucking low for him if that's the standard. Like and he's gotten he's gotten worse and like we've talked about the defense getting worse. Like we've we've covered that very thoroughly. But like the offense is what kills me. Like he he wasn't taking 15 seconds to fu- even when he had like 30 usage last year. He wasn't taking 15 fucking seconds and then never passing. Like he I, I know he had five assists in the last game but like when you're taking that much of the shot clock for low efficiency shots and low chance of so, passing, there's just not much production and value so that can come out of it. And then so he's he just lets passing. he he passes well against Miami because they trap and he's really good at handling a trap. Like he just that like for whatever reason that it forces triggers... him to be like, oh yeah, I'm six foot seven and I can do these passes. Yeah, like I and not just that I have to do these passes because yeah, he has I no can't choice. Split the defense, I, I I have no option. The game today, I mean, there was one play. I gotta, I'll, I'll probably, I'm literally sitting here by the way, refreshing the play by play for the game because there are like four RJ Barrett plays. I just desperately need to clip because I'm just like I have no idea what the fuck any of these plays are. But he had one play in the third quarter. He drives. Mind you, Grimes was on fire in the first half, right? Like, the primary reason that it wasn't a blowout at halftime is Quentin Grimes, who was fantastic tonight. Um, he, and Grimes we'll talk was, about Julius' first half, but, like, yeah, and, Julius, Julius was like, oh, Grimes is cooking. <laughs> I, I think Julius, I, I don't think it was that. I think Ju, Julius was like, I think he realized he was being a gigantic fucking asshole. Yeah, I mean it, that's two sides of the same coin. Yeah. But he was like, I, I gotta, I gotta make up for it and look out no, for my I'm guys. No, I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm not giving him the credit for. Like, I'm not. I'm just, I'm just saying. That's, no. you're right. That's he what he, he was doing. He didn't recognize Grimes was cooking. He was like, I recognize I was being a raging asshole, and my way to make up for it 
is to just actually pass the ball and stop playing like a raging asshole. Yeah, I'm but not, he was I'm, specifically like, I'm going to pass it to Grimes. I, you can keep trying to get me to do this. Not going to give it to him. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, not today. So, real quick, uh, real quick. No, no, I just, I just need okay. to because okay. he, he did this, he did this with Obi in the fourth quarter too, and Obi was in the corner. But at least like with Obi in the corner, I'm like, okay, maybe he just doesn't want to pass to Obi in the corner. And I'm like, I can live with that a little bit. Like I don't actually think that's the right choice, but I can at least understand that. He has Grimes in the corner. He gets in the lane. And what does he do? He takes like what like, and this is the thing. You know, there's such a difference now because he's actually like managed to get good floaters and good little flip shots versus like the bad ones. So you when you see the bad ones, you immediately are like, that's a bad one. Like, I know it. That's a bad one right there. And it's, he's Grimes. He's driving to his left. He's going to his left. Grimes is in that corner to his left. Like, this is, this just, that's RJ's strong fucking hand. Like, this is the, that is, you have to make that pass. You got to make that pass because you got three guys in the paint, right? What does he do? He doesn't make that pass. He tries to flip it over. And it's, you know, it's this bullshit fucking push shot. It's a high arcing one, so you automatically know that it's not going in because he doesn't have to touch for that to go in. And like, it's like okay, well, it just and it, it he just has so so many plays like that, and I'm like, I just I don't understand like that. And and you know, look, maybe this is us. You know, when you're fans and when you are not even fans, but when you're just watching it game by game, it's hard to like. When he has a good game, you're like, great game. Then he has a bad game, you're like, what the fuck, you suck again. And it's like this constant roller coaster. But all I can say, all I can go by is just how I feel ultimately. Like how I feel watching him play. And I don't feel good about how, like, last, like we talked about. And this is what I'm saying. His his good is not winning. It's not, when he scored, when he's playing well, you're like, oh, he, he, he was fine. He helped out. We talked about this before, right? No, how it, how it, often has his good won us a game? But it's it's not that actually. It's 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 his good is like I we, we were arguing this in the Discord the other day, and there were a few people that were saying I was just too harsh on him after the Minnesota game, and I'm like, and they were like, he's been much better since All Star break, and I'm like, I think he's been better, and then I just like, go back, I'm like looking at these ga- the game like just because you know you gotta like re- remind yourself like okay what are the games like what games did he play right like like I, I gotta remember the schedule here right. And it's like, I'm looking through this, okay? I'm just looking through this. I'm going to read off the games. I'm not even going to tell you, like, what R.J. Barrett's lines are. I'm just going to read off the games. You can, If you remember off the top of your head, you tell me. If you think there were good R.J. Barrett games, bad ones, whatever. Knicks win at, this is the game you went to go see live. Knicks at Wizards, 115-109, they won. Uh, I honestly don't even remember that much. He didn't close that game. That was a game he was pouty on the bench. I didn't think he played a good game, okay? So that's just, I don't think he played a good game. At best, I would, we can call that an okay game, okay? Pelicans, Knicks beat the shit out of them, 128-106. That was the best one. Yeah, that was a really good game. Good RJ game. Knicks beat the Celtics at home, 109-94. That was... I don't remember that much. That was a bad game for for me. Like, that's just... That was a bad game. Yeah, yeah. Knicks beat the shit out of the Nets, 142-118. That's like a... Fine. Like, he he was fine because... There was a lot of fine in that game because it was just like... We were up 25 the entire game. Like, what are you going to do? Like... Uh, okay, Knicks play at the Heat, 122-120. Knicks win. That was a good one. I thought he was okay that game. So I, I'm at I'm at two OKs, one awesome, and two and and or three three OKs, one bad, and one awesome. Okay, Knicks play beat Celtics double overtime, 131-129. That that is unequivocally very good to great game mm-hmm. from him. 
Okay, so Hornets, 112-105. This is like another meh game. It's okay to me, at, at best. Because he started off great, and then he finishes 9 of 24 for 27 points somehow. Or 10 of 24, where the fuck he finishes. Mm. Um, at the Kings, straight up bad game for him. That's a straight yeah. up bad game. At Clippers, that first half is one of the worst first halves I've ever seen him play in my career. In my, in my, career, in my life. Um, I think that was his worst plus minus of the season, if I recall. Maybe. But that, so that's, a, that's just a flat out bad game. Knicks beat the Lakers. Yeah, that's I just another, looked at his game log. That was his worst. Yeah. Knicks beat the Lakers. That's a very good RJ game. It's a great RJ game. That's a very good one. Okay. Knicks beat the Blazers 123-107. I'm going to say largely, meh. Okay. It's okay. It's fine. Nothing fantastic. It's okay. Knicks beat the Nuggets. One of his best games of the season. Excellent game. Love seeing everything about that game. Okay, here are the next three. Timberwolves at Timberwolves 140-134 this week. So it's just this week. Timberwolves yeah, eat yeah. magic. It's it's bad. It's good. And it's bad. Atrocious. Atrocious. This is like this is the like this and the Clippers game are that bad doesn't suffice. These are atrocious performances. And does that like just forget whatever the tally was. Does that sound like a guy who's just been really solid since All Star break and had a had a bad game and that like we should just that's it? Like this is my problem with it. I'm like, you can I agree he's been better since All Star break. I just don't think he's still been that good. And like I expect more. I'm sorry, I expect more because you see flashes of him doing it more doing it and it's like, well, why can't you And it's also like think of it think of it like this, right? Like how old is RJ? Twenty two? Yeah, he's twenty. How old is IQ? 23? Yes. And how old is Grind? Are you surprised that I don't know like the exact amount of days? Yeah, I'm surprised you're not like <laughs> 23.45 since our Lord <laughs> arrived to us in a manger in Maryland. <laughs> uh, Grimes is, I think, 23, right? Uh, Grimes is 22, I'm pretty sure. I'll check right now. Okay, so this is my thing. We know IQ's Head and shoulders above those guys. So Grimes is twenty two. He's going to be twenty three in less than a minute, in a, in just over a month. Okay. Um. So put IQ aside. This is my thing. This is my thing. We've seen Grimes like he's gotten. He had a wall. He had a wall, and then in the last week or two, he's kind of begun to get his legs back under him. And you see the above the th- break threes coming back. You see him taking more pull up threes. You see the three point volume ratcheting up. Um. Today you saw him. Uh, drive from the corner to score, despite there being traffic, right? Like you didn't pass it, so you're seeing kind of the the volume get turned up on on his play uh, as a whole on offense. And you know, my whole thing with RJ is when I defend him, it's like look at a lot of guys around the league when they were 22, right? Like look at fucking Jalen Brunson when he was 22. Look at Mikal Bridges and OG Ananobi when they were 22. They were scoring like nine points a game. But that being said, look at Quentin Grimes on his own team. If say say I could put a fucking magic spell over Leon Rose and Tom Thibodeau and convince them that <clears throat> that Quentin Grimes was a top five pick and needed absolute organizational commitment on the court, thirty minutes a game, usage of at least twenty five. RJ's usage is I think twenty six or twenty seven, and. Like Grimes in our offense is mostly just a shooter and a cutter, but like there's more there. We know that much, right? Like 
obviously like I'm not counting summer league, but even just looking today, like you see he can explode to the rim. He uh, can take threes off the dribble um, from really far out. Even Um, we know he's a good passer and he does all that. And he does most of his work, not attacking from the top of the key because that space is reserved for the four main scorers on our team. And the top of the key is where you're allowed to use the most creativity, right? Like, that's just because you have more room and you have more threats and, of shooters around and you. And you kind of need to because it's also like, that's like, top of the key possessions are like the, that is the uh, the territory of the great offensive perimeter players in the league. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're operating from the top of the key, like even if you're a good player, like think of like Evan Fournier on the Magic, right? Like top of the key with Vooch, like they weren't fucking going to the conference finals, but they would cook people occasionally because both of them were really good and they operate from the top of the key. If you let Grimes operate from the top of the key as much as RJ gets to on twenty five fucking usage, I promise you this motherfucker would be untouchable in trade talks. Untouchable. He'd be hitting pull up threes. He'd be hitting mid range shots. He'd probably be exploding to the rim and doing dump off passes left and fucking right. So we're at the point where like it the RJ stuff is not only harming us to win, but it's taking away usage from guys who could do more for winning and for the future from what we're doing. It's not just IQ, right? Like we've all talked about this in the past, like, right? Like IQ has supplanted RJ in the pecking order. Not in terms of usage, but in terms of just, like, we know the fucking front office knows the fucking deal now, um, even though RJ got paid. But, like, you can't convince me we wouldn't be better off switching Grimes and RJ's role. RJ's so good at the corner three, and he sucks at all these other threes? Fine. Take corner threes and attack closeouts from the corner. He's good he at also, attacking closeouts from the corner. He also apparently can't, like, shoot threes when he's tired, like he just can't jump consistently now on threes. I, I it's so he's an unserious athlete right now. He's not, he's not an NBA athlete. Right I'll now. say this. I remember before the season at the, at the start of the season, there was a pod. I think it was right after the first game of the season, right? He had a terrible game against Memphis. <clears throat> but right after that, uh, Chris Vernon, who is on the ringer NBA show, he got on his, on his pod and he was like, RJ, like, I don't know what the hell this guy did in summer. He's out of shape, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, don't say that. RJ is fucking serious. It's the one thing we can always say about it. He was right. He was right. And 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 we're fucking, like you said, we're 73 fucking games into the season or, or 74 games in the season or however many fucking games are in the season. And 75. And he's still like, I'm sorry, man. At least you guys look- like James Harden, like they come in unserious and then work their way to serious. RJ yeah, I, I just, came I just in unserious under- and remains unserious. I, I just don't understand how... I don't get it. Like, I honestly just don't understand anything about a season this year. I'm honestly kind of hoping that we hear at the end of the year that, like, he was playing through, like, some fucking, like... Parasites in his lungs some, or something? Yeah, just something. He needs surgery after the season. I don't know. Something. Because this shit, it's like, he can't give you... Like, the old, there was one month where he actually looked like a fluid athlete, right? It was, like, December. He got hurt. And when he got back from injury, he had a couple good games. But then there was, like, another month where he just looked like he couldn't move again. And then it's, like, since then, it's just been, like, there's a few good games, and there's a bad game, and there's a good game, and there's a couple bad games. And it's, like, there's no consistency. There's nothing that you can be, like, like I said, every single time you're, like, I think it's about, I think he's about to turn the corner. 
Like, I think it's going to, and then it's, nope, not happening. And it's like, I'm sorry, like, He's playing right now like a like an entitled coach's son. Like he's he has no confidence in his fucking jumper. They're just giving him like ten. I know like we're a Mori ball team, but they give they get they go under screens. He doesn't pull it. They give him like eighteen feet of space half the time on his drives, and he doesn't have any mid range game to speak of or a long range floater. It's only short range floaters, and he's just like I'm gonna still take all of these shots no matter what. I'm still not gonna pass. I'm still gonna do the same thing. He's playing. Like, he, this fucking guy needs a wake-up call, dude. Like, it's it's pretty fucking bad. Like, it's what he's doing on both ends and what he, whatever the fuck he's doing off the court that has resulted in him being in not NBA shape is a fucking disgrace. It's a fucking disgrace. I don't care if he's 22 years old. He, everybody, he had accolades for his whole fucking career about how he's a consummate professional. And that was the one thing that, Everybody could rely on, like you said, and now, now what? Now what? He he's gained a short range floater. That's about it. He's a worse shooter. He's he's a worse jump shooter, I should say. He's a worse defender. He's a worse athlete. What the fuck are we doing? Like at this point, like you know, he wasn't. I don't even want to get into the Donovan Mitchell stuff. I just hope he's like, like you said, if there's no reason that we are not privy to understand right now for all of this, then like this is just way too much for me to continue giving him the benefit of the doubt. And for me to like give a shit if he was on this team anymore. Like I like why, why I just, I keep thinking about Grimes who's fucking hooping his ass off has had to go through like, he's had to go through way more role reduction and all this other shit. He has the worst job on the team. His job is this. <laughs> this is this is his job, literally. This is his job when we're at full health right now. Okay? Here's the job. Defend the best player on the other team. Don't touch the ball on offense. Just stand in the corner and wait for kickouts. Uh, don't dribble the ball ever. Also, once Josh Hart comes in the game in, a, in the first quarter and the third quarter, you're probably done for the night. That's his job. That's it. And... I'm not going to say he's been fucking fan. He, I mean, he struggled this year too. But yeah, again, like, like this is this was always my thing. We talked about this last year, and I'm pretty sure you were like, at some point in like the middle of the year, you're like, I don't care if quickly is trying hard. Like he's got to make shots, and I'm just like, dude, I don't care. Like I think like it's going. I believe he's going to start making shots, but like all the other stuff here is still good. Like yeah, all this yeah, other yeah, shit yeah, is yeah. still good. With Grimes, I'm kind of in a similar place where, like, I don't feel, I don't, I don't personally, I'm just, this is just me, I don't feel, like, as confident in terms of, like, what his upside ceiling, whatever the fuck, however you want sure, to phrase sure, it. Sure, sure, I'm sure. not as bullish on Grimes as maybe others are. I'm not as bullish on him as I was about quickly. I do think he's going to be a solid starter, for sure. But, like, what I know for sure with Grimes is, like, there are a few things like he's gonna give me a couple things every single night. You know what I mean? Like I know yeah. that I can bank I can bank on him playing hard and executing defensively. Like, yeah, he might fuck up every now and then. He might have a bad defensive game. But every single night he's gonna give me the effort and probably eighty five percent of the nights he's gonna actually play good defense. Right? I know that. I and can even when he's having that. weird like he's over the last couple of days, even today, he's like missed dunks and had some like weird finishes around the rim, but like you're like, oh, he had a fucking dunk. 
he had a, le- a layup where his hand clapped the backboard. Like, like that's a high percentage shot. So that's why it's frustrating when he misses. Well, RJ, it's like, when's the last time this motherfucker clapped the glass on a bat on a layup? <laughs> like, I, I just when when is the last time he just like you saw that rebound that Grimes got in the first quarter, and then he went back up with it for like the yeah the putback like. RJ literally, I'm not joke. Like this is not a joke. This isn't even an exaggeration. He cannot do that. He can't do that. Like he can't go get me that rebound, and he sure as hell can't jump from a fucking standstill. Um, like I, I he can't jump from a fucking standstill and finish like that over a big over a, like at a, like I just he can't do that. And so when you watch Grimes struggle, and he has struggled for a, a bit, like. I still want, there's still enough there where I'm like, okay, this is fine. And I can deal with this because I think like at the end of the day, right? Like when you come through these struggles, like all young players, unless you're one of these fucking prodigies and even a lot of prodigies have this issue, right? Like you're going to, part of the element is like, you're going to have a stretch where you suck ass, right? That's just how it is. You're going to suck ass. Okay. But the, the hope is while you're figuring things out, while you're sucking ass, you're going to come through that and you're going to be a better player. You're going to make better decisions. You're going to, and it's, you're going to be better for it. And, like, with quickly, like, last year we saw at the end of the year, all that shit he was dealing with for, like, the first 45, 50 games, he turned it around towards the end of the season, right? And, like, we saw with with quickly this year, he struggles for the first 20 games, puts together, and, like, again, we talked about, I know the last couple of weeks have been up and down. I still feel like he's pretty tangibly progressed as a player. Like, I don't even think that's a debate anymore. Um and it's like, okay, so you see the actual progress. That's good stuff. Quickly it's stuff a- is like, he's legit a fucking problem, but like, you want him to be a supernova. Like, I, today, quick tangent, today I was I was getting frustrated with Quickly. Because, you know, I, I'm like an immigrant parent with Quickly. I'm like, it's not enough that you play defense and you're creating several pick sixes and all that shit and are finishing well at the rim. You know, what did he end up? Five of ten on twos, I think. Um in the paint or whatever. Yeah. But like I tweeted about it. I was like, damn, they keep going under screens. And I'm like, yo, like fucking take their soul, bro. Like that's when you, you should demoralize them. And I get that. Like he's facilitating the offense a lot of the time, especially today with no Brunson. Right. So he has to probe, he has to kick, he has to draw fouls. He has a lot of other things on his plate. But like, I, I was like, Man, if if he could just fucking pull when they go under a couple of times, we you know we're trading a lot of two. It was at a point in the game where we were trading a lot of twos while they were hitting threes. So I was like, "Come on, I know you can drill the shot." And then I look up and it's like, "Oh, like twenty already twenty points and like fifty percent shooting or whatever." And I was just like, "Of course, of course, this fucking kid has like a, it's still like he's having a good offensive game. It's just the, the I want start was great. terrible. He had a terrible start." And he had yeah. a stretch where he just like he was taking bad threes, and it's and like it, it was it it especially stood out or didn't even stand out, but it was like it made it all the worse that the entire team was like taking threes and not making a single one for like five minutes in a row, and it's like so it's it stood out for that reason. Real but quick, like yeah, our, like yeah, in our Discord we were we were joking before like throughout the day about like baseball comparisons for NBA players and stuff like that, and quickly the way it felt to me was like it was like imagine a pitcher who has like four or five great I know you don't give a fuck about baseball like that, but imagine a pitcher who has four or five great pitches and can also throw like ninety seven miles an hour with a good fastball, just being like, ah, oh, I'm gonna hit this batter with all of my like off speed stuff 
And it's like, yeah, that's cool that you have great off-speed stuff, but also just throw your fucking heater, bro. Like, that's how I feel quickly now that he has his superpowers. It's like, don't forget about your fastball, dude. Yeah, I think, I think sometimes, yeah, it's like, didn't Mariano come up with a second? He had to come up with like a second pitch late in his career because like it just wasn't the cutter all the time. Yeah, he, he came up like, with another fastball, which was yeah. also really good. <laughs> right. So he was like, it's like that. He's like, it's like, yeah, dude, the floater's awesome. Happy you got it. Like. Can you do the other one though? Right, other you one? can hit layups now. That's fucking great. High percentage shot, but also like, I'm like, like Mitch and Julius, we're setting some killer screens, and and these guys were just going under and and quickly. He he wasn't because he wait- started like shit from three. That's what it was. That's he, honestly he, what it was. He wasn't wasting them. Like he was using the space that they gave him to create momentum, like the Rondo style. Like when they would use to give Rondo space, and he would just use that to speed up into the. That's what quickly was doing. So it wasn't like. The screens were wasted or anything, but it's like it's just like, damn, bro. Like I know you could give me one of those ten three point attempt games, bro. When's the last time we had one of those aside from Boston? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I still think he's like working through stuff. Like it's, he is, so he's he not like some done. Oh, yep, he's here and it's all figured out. Like no, I think I think he has. This a, is not his final form. <laughs> no, I, I think his biggest thing yeah. is like you can see when when he misses a few threes to start a game, he like starts hesitating on pulling them and i get that like that's a natural thing and and partially some of that's also because of like especially when brunson's healthy he knows like if i pull this shit and i keep missing like i'm gonna get pulled and and i'm not i'm not necessarily blaming tips for that in this sense either it's just like that's the reality so i kind of get it but like yeah i I, I don't like tonight like yeah it would have been nice to see him pull a little bit more i didn't have a huge problem with it because i also think he like just needed to go inside the arc to get. Yeah, it. the alternative was fine. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, and he it, needed it, he <laughs> needed to get into a rhythm. I think the team just needed to like see the ball go through the fucking bucket a few times and just get stable. Like, just stabilize the fucking game for a second. So I was fine with it. But like, that's yeah, the I one agree. thing. Like with with Brunson is like he obviously you know Brunson's a, a wizard on offense and he just I, I don't know Kyle Lowry before he became old and like lost all his powers in Miami was was the king of this where like he would you know he would take a lot of threes but he'd have stretches where he didn't and then he would just sense like this is the time to break their soul and like you would think he was in the middle of like oh pure point guard shit and then he would just like fucking pull it from three and just it would be just fucking nut busters ball breakers and you know Brunson does that too. Brunson is like, there's times where he doesn't need a three. He has it going from two. And then he'll just be like, surprise, motherfucker, pull up three in your mouth. <laughs> and like quickly, quickly has that. He's just learning when to deploy it as the off ball guard, as the on ball guard, which is very tricky, like you said. Yeah. And it's also like, I just think I, 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 I will note something. And I'm not, I want to be very, like, this is just a theory and it has nothing. It's not even necessarily one that's a permanent one. It could be like very transient because we've seen him play well with Brunson. But I do think it's interesting to note that like his he's not his he seems a little bit like off since Brunson came back. And it's like weird because they're not even necessarily on the floor together, but like I don't know. It just seems like he's been a little bit off since then. So it's also kind of funny that like he had <laughs> one of his better games in the last couple of weeks, like tonight when Brunson was out. Um I don't really like it's not even like a, a thing where I think Brunson is fucking him up. I just wonder if he like gets in his own head a little bit when Brunson's now that Brunson's back because he's like, well, I got like he gets he got used to a thing 
and it's like a totally it's a different thing now that he has to get back to being used to. So I wonder if there's just something like that. But like whatever. Um, but yeah, like I, I just with with RJ and, and and these guys, and then you see with Grimes, it's like, and we can talk about OB too, where it's like, like people talk about like, oh, we haven't done enough to cater to RJ, which I just don't agree with anymore. Um, That's insane. Like, that has been insane. Let me real quick. That has been insane. There was no point at which that statement was like not fucking ridiculous to me personally. Like even the times where it's like, oh, we freeze RJ out. Like, oh, why don't we like he has it going versus Tyler Hero? Sure, whatever. Guess what? He still has twenty six usage on the season. He still has twenty six usage on the season. Yeah. Go look at the list of players who have twenty six usage. They're usually fucking better than RJ Barrett. So shut the fuck up and like, like let the, can can we let him earn it? How about that? Yeah, he he was just. It's just like all I was gonna say is like with Obi, like if you want to see what it looks like for a team to to just not cater to a a lottery pick, that's it. That's the guy right there. They've done nothing. Like I, I he was a minus twenty five tonight, and I didn't think he played well. But he like he was fucking horrible. Yeah, he was terrible tonight. And like yeah. honestly. I'm kind of like at the point where it's like I, I think Jeff Jeffrey Rasmussen at Frank Barrett he tweeted this out where it's like just just don't play him like if this is what you're gonna do with him and you have no interest in like trying to use him in ways that like you know about like to to leverage his skill set you just want him to be a fucking floor spacing four like just don't play him and play Deuce instead and like go small in those looks for a bit or whatever the fuck you want to do but it's like and that's I how sympathize kinda... I sympathize with that a little bit but like at the same time like. This guy's shot twenty percent on catch and shoot shots since the All Star break. Like, t- like Tibbs is giving. Like, yes, the role is dumb. The role is absolutely stupid. But like, the stuff that we're seeing from him now, like he's missing dunks. He's like fumbling the ball. He's missing what the the teams are literally treating him like he's Mitchell Robinson. Remember when he was getting crazy closeouts early in the year? Teams are fucking daring him. He hit a big three today when we were coming back, and I had such he's relief for, on my he's face. He's forcing threes. He's forcing threes. That's the he's, thing. He, like, he has no idea. Like, we, you've talked about this, and this is partially a symptom of him getting in his head by being in the wrong role, which is, like, he doesn't know when to when is appropriate to shoot and be a floor spacer and when to put it on the deck and cut. He hasn't cut. There's been times today where, like, they gave him so much fucking room that I was like, dog, everybody's in the paint anyway. Just fucking cut and just dunk it over their head. Somebody will find you. Like he's he's been so fucking bad that like I for both the Knicks and for for Obi, like I, I just can't wait till they part ways. Because w- the thing is like defensively he's better than we thought at the stuff that we thought he was gonna struggle at. Like a lot of the one on one, like let's target Obi stuff, he's actually pretty good at that. The shit that he sucks at is all the little things, and they consistently add up, especially in this defensive scheme, which, again, bad fit, right? Like, when he's the nail help guy, perpetually perpetually too too far out of position, perpetually. Teams constantly take advantage of that. That's not them targeting Obi. That's being like, oh, I have one guy who's a good shooter, like, wide open, because this tall guy on the Knicks is, like, out of place. I'm going to take advantage of that. That's not picking on Obi so much as it is like little things that he constantly does 
that just become losing plays on defense. And then on offense, now that he can't be relied on to cut, finish apparently, or shoot threes, it's like, dog, like, I, I know he's a better shooter than this, but his shot selection is just fucking things up for him. But, like, 20% catch and shoot, like, my God, like, I don't fucking blame Tibbs for not playing him more than 10 minutes. I don't. I, because I this guy's going to fuck up your defensive scheme and he's not going to do anything on offense. I, I think, I think, I just think it's it's over. Like, it is over. Tibbs has no, he doesn't want to use him. And if OB is checked out or something at this point, I don't wouldn't really blame him. Um, I thought he played okay the last. Game I don't think he's game. checked out. That's the that's the why that's the thing that's most disappointing for me. I choose like all the good. I don't think he has any. Con- it doesn't matter if he, if he's checked out. If he doesn't have confidence. It doesn't matter what the fuck it is. He is not playing with any juice right now. Like, he's not, not playing with juice, but it's different from not playing. Like like his these threes that he's getting. It's not like he's hesitating on them. Even the ones, like, not the bad ones, where he's, like, taking ridiculous, hard, difficult, like, highly contested corner threes after pump fakes. I'm talking, like, the wide-open ones. Like, he's just shooting them and fucking can't make any. Like, he's not hesitating. He's just he's just being a shitty shooter. <laughs> it's... I don't think he has any confidence. That's what I think. Like, I think... And I think he's, like... Okay, I'm open. I have to shoot it, and he's rushing shots. I think he's taking shots that he doesn't even want to take because, like, that's what he's supposed to do when he's on the floor. Um, anytime he's open and remotely open, he's taking shots, and if they're not shots that are in rhythm to me. Like the three he made tonight versus all the, the threes he missed, there's a very clear difference in most of those. I think um, I have no like Obi's Obi's done. He's not going to be here next year, and the Knicks have wasted a lottery pick on him because not because I think he's a bad player. I just don't think they. They did anything at any point to try and. They decided it was a sunk cost very early. Um. Yeah. I, whatever. Um. But yeah, like if you want to see an organization that that's that's an example of a player who's been let down by his organization and is now letting down the organization. I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, with yeah, this play, that's a good way to put it. R.J. Barrett is just that. It's just not an example of that. Like, yeah, we no. can sit here and talk about like. Oh, the terrible spacing the first Everybody years. who's not Brunson and Randall has sacrificed a lot to, to to support this team's vision of good basketball, right? Like, quickly, well-documented, this guy was stuck behind a bunch of guys. And even now, when he has the coach's trust, he still has, you know, you talked about Grimes' is an extremely difficult job. Quickly's job is right right up there with it, right? Like, well, I think it's even harder because he just his job changes every fucking. <laughs> yeah, he got he got three full time jobs out here, man. This guy's working. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just the RJ thing is like it's honestly just as a fan, like it's kind of like it's kind of insulting to watch him play this year, um, and it's it's disappointing because you're like, like what the fuck happened to you after your second year in the NBA? Like even last year, like it was good, it was better. I was like, okay, like the defense slipped a little bit, but that makes sense. You're on 30 usage. Like, I get it. Like, you're, it's not going to be the same thing. Fine. This year is just, I don't even know what to say about it. Like, he clearly is not in close to ideal shape. He has, can't find, he can't seem to find any shred of consistency. I think his good games are, forget his best games. We're just talking about the average RJ game this year is not very good. It's okay. Maybe. That's like, that's, and I'm saying, I say that with some 
some high praise. Um, but like, it's just, I don't even know what to say other than that like, at this point with RJ. It's just like, if you, I don't, this I don't have the any most... faith in him when he's lining up a three. I have no faith in him right now. He doesn't look like he has faith in himself, but then he also will like still pull the trigger. Um, he just, everything about how he's playing right now is, not now, just very, like this season has just been so up and down. It's been miserable. And I will say this, like, I'm still not at the point where I'm like, just dump him, but like, I get not it. A dump lot him. More now. Not dump him, but like, but like, my thoroughly point, explore what you can do here. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just thoroughly, actively, not passively. It's, it's just funny. Cause it's like at the start of the year, I was like all for like, let's just move Randall and like, let's give RJ the shot. And it's like, so like, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, well, am I just rushing to judgment on RJ? Like, I don't know. All I know is like how I feel right now and how I feel like, Honestly, based on his entire season, is well, just you like, could have more patience if the like let's keep it a buck, right? Like the team's timeline has moved up quickly, got a lot better than we thought really fast. Randall bounced back a lot. Not we. We didn't even think he would fucking bounce back, right? Like Mitch, ups and downs, still pretty fucking good. I, Hartenstein. I don't even think the downs are like that significant with Mitch. I think they get overblown. I agree, a hundred percent. And so like. Guys, like, the, the guys that this front office has bet on, for the most part, have rewarded them in a big way, which is why they're really good right now, especially since Tibbs is, you know, like, we have issues with Tibbs, but he's pressed a lot of the right buttons over the last couple months, and it's worked really well. And when your players are really fucking good, like, we've detailed our top you know, excluding RJ, like, the rest of the guys in the rotation are pretty fucking good, <laughs> excluding RJ and Obi, right? Like, Josh Hart came in as a killer. Even Deuce, when he fucking plays, is really good. And uh, he's even shooting the ball these days when, uh, when, he, when he gets the opportunity to play. So, like, if we were just rebuilding and slow rolling it, then sure, like, take your lumps, dude. But, like this is a different context man like a it's not and it's not only us trying to win now it's also like us trying to juice our young guys so we can win more now and later and that's that was why i brought up the point earlier about like what if what if we accommodated iq by giving him more on ball reps what if we accommodated grimes by letting him attack from the middle what if we accommodated mitch by letting him to dribble once in a fucking blue moon what if we accommodated iheart by letting him facilitate from the elbow right like all of these things are valid concerns that if i was any one of those individual players i would 100 percent be like i could help i could help our team win right now if i got a little longer leash to do to do me right but they don't they do what's asked of them they buy in they do their jobs fucking well despite the fact that there's very strong arguments that each of them individually can and should be doing a lot more and because rj's busy fucking around None of these guys get to do a lot more of that. It trickles down to all of them. To Deuce, IQ, Hart, Mitch, and Grimes. All of them sacrifice. RJ doesn't. And he's one of the reasons that they have to sacrifice more. Because this fucking guy has to get 26 usage and play no defense for 30 minutes a game. So, like, that's not the situation we predicted coming into the year. The situation has changed. If it was guys, if Grimes was just like, oh, like, and you, like, take it, like, like you said, like, we can differ on his ceiling or whatever, but like, 
the bar is so low for like what somebody else could do with those shots that like, yeah, I would want, you know, even if you don't think Grimes has on ball juice, I'm pretty sure we could all agree. We would love for him to take 10 three pointers a game, right? Like just regularly. And despite his being smaller than RJ, we could all love if we lined up some Brunson IQ Grimes lineups and let Grimes try his hand on someone like Franz instead of RJ. While IQ also played with Brunson. But didn't he, he strip Franz? No, he stripped Paolo, right? At the end of the first half on a, on a play. like Yeah. And there's, like- t- and there's times where, like, uh, I forget if it was Franz or Paolo or one of these big motherfuckers, but, like, Grimes gets babied. Like, he's still 6'5", right? Even well, when, when guys get back into him and they can, they can get their body into him, they can do it. But, like, yeah. he, again, he fights more. He he uses what he has better than RJ uses. He's not going to fall on the fucking floor or yeah. not, like, put his yeah. hands up on a closeout. <laughs> yeah, it's... Yeah. Grimes had an amazing... He had two strips. He had a, He had one in the half court, but he had that transition strip. Is that the one you're talking about? Where he was like, he broke up a two on one. No, that that was one too. But he, he was no, it was one at the end of the first half where like Paolo tried to iso him and he just stripped him. Yeah, that that two on one shit was that was like ninja hands. That was like some Deuce McBride quickly type shit. It was great. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, uh, we're gonna talk about a little bit more stuff. But before we do that, ready for the underdogs, the upsets, and the unbelievable action from DraftKings Sportsbook. The biggest tournament in college basketball is here. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on college hoops and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all customers can score a no-sweat bet during round one and two of the tournament. Go to the app, opt in, and place a no-sweat bet this weekend. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code XXX. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly, win or lose. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook with code XXX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Um, I want to talk a little bit about Julius Randle, who... I, I'll just... His game is whatever it was tonight. It, I don't think the plus-minus is necessarily indicative of, like, he led the team in plus minus. I think he was a plus twenty. Um, it, he was not the team's best player tonight, like not by a long shot. Um, but I don't think his shot selection was what really let him down. I thought in the first half more than anything. Um, they weren't but, like bad shots, but like I, coll- I, like individually, but collectively, it was they were all like way out of rhythm. And I don't know that that first three took that he got blocked on. I was like that just a terrible shot. I think I missed that while my yeah. fucking stream was updating from Ukraine or whatever. <laughs> that was that was not a good shot. I mean, look, it doesn't really matter. The point is he didn't have a great game or anything tonight. Um, but I didn't think he played a terrible game. I thought he played an okay game. He was fine, but like that fucking meltdown he had at halftime. That was awful. I just, I, I don't, I just don't, and this is like this, this is like the second or third time he's done it this season again, and it's like, man, I don't know. I, I just, do I really, do I, I, I still like, in my heart of hearts, do I trust him? I don't, I don't. I'm sorry, like I just don't, and like I still think, ultimately, you probably need to move him, it to assemble a true contender. But, um, I don't care about that. I don't really want to talk about that. But this fucking meltdown he has, it's his third game, it's his third straight game of the Tech. Okay, this one is, you cut the lead to eight. It's halftime. 
Just get back in the locker room. Okay, fine. You want to go over to the ref? You want to have a conversation? Fine. The ref wasn't trying to have it, right? So quickly and Grimes go over there, and they're doing the right thing. They're just trying to take Julius away. They're not trying to do anything else. They're just trying to get him the fuck out of there. And actually, I'll say this to the ref's credit. He, when they were pulling Julius away, he was ready to just, like, he, he was not going to call attack, right? He was, that was it. That was over. Everything was good. Julius pushes them off of him. Then he goes over and tries to have the same fucking conversation. And he gets tagged. And then, and then finally quickly takes him away because he's, like, still talking to the ref. And then he gets fucking mad at Quick. He gets in his face. And and honestly, I think I think Quick did the right thing. Quick, not did the right thing. I was happy. I was happy to see Quick, like, like he fucking went back at Julius, actually, I think. I mean, you couldn't see it because the camera angle was, like, with, you know, to Quickly's back. So you couldn't really tell. But it didn't look, it looked like he went back right at him. Then Julius, not there. Hart comes over, kind of, like, puts his arm around Quick to kind of just, like, I don't know, maybe take him away or whatever the fuck it was. But it's just, like, I, I just don't get that at all. And, you know, between, like, you know, RJ's play was costly tonight. And I still, like, again, I really don't like putting one a loss entirely on one person. So if you want to give I mean, it, it definitely wasn't entirely on him. That's just how weird of a stupid game this was. I mean, it wasn't entirely on him. That fourth quarter was on him, which I guess not, means you could say the game was yeah, on I mean, him. the nature of basketball is that it can't ever only be on one person. Right. But Considering it was a tie game, they were the fourth quarter was basically a new game, and he sank it. So <laughs> Yeah, he was terrible. So he sank the fourth. Him, if you want to say he was terrible and you know give Obi honorable mention for that too, fine. No, whatever, Obi played like, like five seconds. Yeah, whatever. But like everybody, everybody else to some degree ultimately played positive minutes or at least gave you positive stretches, positive contributions, whatever. Um, but like Rand, like that, that's just the shit that with him where it's like, I don't know, man. I, I just don't know. He just seems still so fucking volatile. He still seems unhinged half the time. I, I just, it's, it's still very worrying to me. Some of the, some of the shit you see from him. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's totally fair. Like he's, He's the he's still like him and Brunson are are supposed to be the leaders and he's the one who got the all star berth and whatever right he's like especially in the game without Brunson and it's not a, it's not an accident that a lot of his meltdowns have come in the games without Brunson right it's because he doesn't know how to he needs a very specific infrastructure to deal with adversity isn't that a reason to just dump him like I'm sorry like. If this, if it needs to be this perfect environment, I don't think. It, it, I don't think it's. I don't think it's. I, I see what you're saying. I don't think it's necessarily like it has to be some perfect environment. It just has to be. Not, he just can't be the number one. That's all. But like that's. That's not. There's lots of other like. He, I won't say there's so lots of other guys who are like that personality wise because he's very special in that way. But like, in terms of just how that manifests on the court, like. It's bullshit. I'm sorry. It is bullshit. Like, you, the start of this game, this is what I thought. At the start of this game, I thought the way he came out, he was just like, I'm better than everybody else in the team. I'm not really interested in, like, letting, like, playing team basketball. I'm just going to try to do this all on my own every time he touches the ball. That's what I thought. Um, I thought he was selfish to start the game with how he played. His defensive effort was not great. I, I'm not going to say horrible, but it wasn't great. I mean, it wasn't 
it was definitely not good. Let's put it that way. Um, and it's like, it can't require this fucking meltdown that he has at halftime. And he yeah. probably felt like a raging asshole about it because you, you could tell he good. felt like a raging yeah. asshole. Yeah. And, and he came on the second half and was better, like across the board, full stop, better decision-making on offense, better passing. Uh, the shots he did take were much better shots. Generally speaking, his defensive, he had some really good defensive help sequences. Um, he, he was so much better in the second half. And it's like, if that, like it, it can't, take that it cannot take that it cannot take you him feeling ha- flipping out and then feeling like a fucking gigantic asshole about it for him to give us that i'm sorry that's bullshit and like i get what you're saying about the brunson thing but like like what are we doing here like the guy needs fucking 45 chaperones does he need a sign permission slip from his fucking mom too to 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 like he needs this perfect infrastructure to make sure that everything is good like this give me a break man i mean i saw people blaming tibbs at halftime Oh, well, that's on Tibbs. We're not pulling him away, that tech. He's a fucking grown-ass man. He is 28 or 29 years old. I don't fucking old he is. He makes- Tibbs not, Tib not, Tib not pulling Randall away from anything. He, he, Randall is not... It's also at halftime. If Tibbs. Tibbs was, if Tibbs was halfway down the fucking tunnel to go to the locker room, I would... Right. I, that wouldn't fucking surprise me. <laughs> like, I, I'm sorry. Like, at some point, like, he can just be... like, And I'm not saying this to, like... I'm not trying to bring this back to, like, well... See, I was right last year. Should have, no, I'm not saying that. But, like, when he fucks up, we can just say he fucks up. And we don't need to, like, I'm not, and again, I, I know you weren't trying to go there, but it's like, I hear this shit all the time, right? Oh, well, Br- Brunson has made Julius better, and that's why he's in this better mental place, and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, you know, you know what that tells me? What that tells me is, with he respects Brunson as a player. He does not respect these other guys as players. Not to the same degree at all. He doesn't respect them as his peers. Let's put it that way.